on, I want to hear your worship. Come on, let your worship saturate the atmosphere. We pray for you tonight. Oh God. Oh God. ...has not been taken place. The Bible says Naaman complained. And the longer that he complained, the longer he remained in his situation. Come on, let me tell somebody, the longer that you make excuses, the longer that you complain and you not listen to your instruction, that's the longer that you will remain in your situation. Come on. The Bible says that Naaman, he said, how come he couldn't tell me to go dip in this river? It's much cleaner. How come he couldn't send me over here? And the Bible says that one of his men said to him, if you would have done it by now, your situation would be, you would, you would be out of this. You would be healed. If he would have told you to go dip anywhere else, you would have been up out of this, but that was not the instruction. The instruction was go dip in the Jordan river seven times. Naaman came back to himself and he said, okay, this is yucky. This is dirty. But God, if this is what you want me to do, I'm going to do it. The Bible says that Naaman, he went and he obeyed the instruction and instantly he was healed. But that here's the thing. God did not just give him regular adult skin. The Bible says that his skin was baby soft. It was like newborn baby skin. Come on, for some of you on today, there is a new season that God is ready to bring you into. God is ready to bring you into bigger places, but you are holding on to things that should not go with you into your nets. Some of you, God has been giving you the instruction on how to get to your new, but you refuse to do it because it's not what you are used to. Can I just tell you this? This is where I'm going to be going in this season. Can I tell you this? When God says that he's going to do a new thing, Clear out your mind of everything that you've seen God do before. Let that go because what he is getting ready to do, you've never seen it. And so your mind cannot comprehend the word new because we only know what we, we only know what we're used to. And so when we hear God say that he's going to do a new thing, we come up with what that new is going to look like. And what happens is God shows up with the new thing, but because it's not what we thought that it was going to look like, we dismiss it and we end up missing a thing because we as humans, we cannot understand fully what new means. Come on, for some of you, God wants you to let go of what you have seen before in the past because what God is getting ready to do is nothing like you've ever seen before. That's it, Mr. Silva. Eyes have not seen and ears have not heard. I have been holding on to that scripture uh, since we've been on holiday break. God's been dealing with me about this thing because this is what we do as human beings. We look for what we're familiar with. The Bible says the reason why so many people 
<clears throat> could not believe that Jesus was the Messiah was because they thought that the king of kings and the Lord of lords, the one that Isaiah prophesied about, they already summed up in their mind what he was going to look like. They they thought that he was going to look a certain way and he was going to come from royalty and he was going to he was going to act a certain way. And so when Jesus stepped on the scene, they could not recognize this new thing because they had already summed up in their mind that this is what the new king is going to look like, because this is what we're used to. This is what kings have looked like before. Jesus steps on the scene. And the first thing that they could not understand is the fact that he was born in the hood. How can a king possibly come from the ghetto? This don't make no sense. Already my mind, my mind cannot understand this concept because the king that we thought that was getting ready to come to earth, we thought that he was going to come from a plush place. So how can, let me tell you something. God has a way of taking things that man does not agree with. He has a way of using people that do not, they don't fit the bill. God has a way of using them and putting his hand on them and saying, this is the one that I'm going to use. And I dare you to say something about it. And so I'm saying all that to say that so many of us, we're getting ready to miss what God has for us because we, because we have already summed up what our new is going to look like. Let me tell you something. The only reason why Naaman struggled is because in his mind, he was thinking that the instruction was going to be understandable. Let me tell you something, God, the well, one thing about the Lord is he will always give you an illogical instruction. So Abraham, this is what I want you to do. I want you to separate from everybody. I want you to pack up your stuff and I want you to go to a place that you've never seen before. You've never heard before. I want you to get from up out of here because where you are now does where you are now is not it. God, how can I pack up my family? How can I pack up all of my belongings and start heading for a place that I've never been to before? God, God, this don't make no sense, but Abraham did it. And as a result of him doing it, now we all are even more blessed as a result of him packing up and heading to a place that he had never heard of before. Stop waiting for God to give you an instruction that your mind can comprehend. Oh, can I tell you that in the year of 2024, God is getting ready to give some of you instructions that you have never heard of before because it's a new thing. God is getting ready to give you things or tell you to do things that he's never told you to do before because it is something new. It is something fresh. You've never been here before. Don't mess around and almost miss God because you've summed up in your mind that this is what my new season is going to look like. No, the only reason why you are, you are reaching for something, you are reaching for something that you're familiar with is because you don't really know what new looks like. 
All we know is something that has been recycled, something that has been passed down. And because we've never had it before, we call it new. But that's not God's version of something new. God's version of something new is not something that's been passed down, something that has been recycled. God's version of something new is something that we've never seen before. Eyes have not seen and ears have not heard, nor has it even entered into the heart of man what God has prepared for them that love him. Let me tell you the reason why, the reason why uh, the woman with the, no, the woman at the well almost missed her moment because she was full of so much knowledge from her people. Okay, let me take my time right here. Got a few more minutes left. Let me take my time. She was so full of knowledge from her culture. Her culture taught her that this well holds all of the answers that you will ever need. That's the reason why she kept going back to it. That's the reason why her people kept drawing from that well, because they were taught that this well is your answer. And because they were taught this, it put a bit of a stumbling block in their spirit and she could not receive or she could not comprehend what Jesus was trying to say to her. And so he's sitting there at the well and he's telling her about this living water. And every time that he would tell her about it, she would give him a bit more knowledge of of what was passed on to her. Do you under, do you, did you ever see in that story how everything that she was saying to him didn't really make a hill of beans? It didn't really, it didn't really, it didn't bring her any closer to the living water until she finally said in the end, she said, well, I do know that the Messiah is coming and I know that one day he will show us all things. When she made that statement, that was her moment. That was Jesus's sign. And that was the moment that he could reveal to her that what that who she's looking for is sitting right in front of her. Come on, for some of you, the only reason why you can't see the person that God is wanting to send you to shift your season is because you are full of information that has been passed down to you. And this information has led you to believe that what you're supposed to be looking for, you already have. This information has led you to believe that what God is wanting to give to you, you already have and you have enough of it. And so you don't need nothing else. But what you don't understand is with you having that type of mentality, it is hindering you and it is keeping you in a place that God wants to bring you up out of. And he's wanted to bring you up out of this place for years. But because your mind 
mind cannot comprehend something fresh because your mind cannot comprehend new wine. What does new wine look like? We're told that the old wine is better. Why are you going after the new wine when we know that the older the wine, the more better it is? Here comes Jesus on the scene and he says, look, I'm about to disrupt everything that has ever been taught to you because I'm not here to continue with the old. Was the old good? Yes, the old is good, but the old is blocking you. The old is hindering you. I want to give you something fresh. I want to give you something new, but in order for you to get that, you have to empty yourself out of everything that you've always been taught. And let me tell you something, that means that you got to get vulnerable. That means that you have to unlearn. That means that you have to unbecome. Let me tell you what the kingdom of God is about. The kingdom of God is about unknowing or unlearning everything that has ever been taught to you so that God can pour back into you again. The kingdom of God is about you coming before the spirit of God, always empty, always ready to learn more, always ready ready for the father to pour into you more. It is never about you coming before him thinking that you got all the answers. Can I tell you the reason why some of you have not moved and have not shifted in years? Because, because you are so full of yesterday's bread. The reason why some of you have not shifted and you have not moved in years is because you are still holding on to yesterday's bread. Let it go. It fed you yesterday, but it's not going to feed you today. Oh my God. Some of you are so full of your opinion. You cannot enter into the kingdom of God full on your own opinion. That's just, that's not how it works. So what am I saying? And everything, let me tell you how you're going to start off this new year. You're going to start off this new year by getting in the presence of God and allowing him and allowing him to completely empty you out. Everything that you've always thought that the church is and that God is and how God operates, let it go. Because what God wants to do in this, what God wants to do in you in this season is something that you've never heard of before. It's something that you've never seen before. Let me tell you, man, God has been dealing with me so heavy. And while I'm not going to go into it on today, but probably over uh, the, the, the next several months, I'm sure that God will have me say a little bit of it uh, on here. But one of the things that we are getting ready to see, especially in the year 2024, in this year, we're getting ready to see the difference between individuals that know church and individuals that know God. And there's there's a difference because a lot of us we think that we know God because we know church. Let me tell y'all something. Can I tell you that what the church looks like today, that is really not what God intended for his church to look like. And can I tell you, this has been burning in my heart. Can I tell you what we're getting ready to go through is another shaking. 
God is getting ready to shake his church until the real ecclesia comes forward. But let me tell you something that might be a little scary for us, for many of us, because it means that there are going to be things in the church that God is going to cause us to let go of. And if you are more familiar with the church than you are God, when it begins to start taking place and start happening, a lot of us are going to call it demonic. But really, it's God that's doing it because we know, according to scripture, when God begins to start shaking a thing, when he begins to start shaking his church, it is for the the only reason why he does it is so that is so that the kingdom of God can finally come forward. That's the only reason why he shakes his he shakes his church so that anything that is not a part of the kingdom of God ultimately falls off and everything that it that is a part of the kingdom of God it will remain and whatever is there at the end that what that's what needs to stay let me tell y'all something what we're getting ready to see in 2024 we are getting ready to see the difference between those that know God and know the church and let me tell you something you can know the church all day long. What do I mean by know the church? I mean, you can know how to how to plan out a service. You can know how to plan out conferences. You can know how to preach a good word. That does not mean that you know God. Because gifts and callings, they come without repentance. You can know how to put together a good a good church service and all of that. You can know how to conduct good business meetings and all that stuff. You can know how to successfully grow a church. You can know how to successfully reach, a gener reach your neighborhood through your church. But if you do not know God, let me tell you something. That's a very dangerous thing. And let me tell you why it's dangerous, because we all know that God is always shifting. God is always constantly moving. God is always doing something one moment and then the next he's doing something else. And at moments like this, when you know God, you can sense when he's getting ready to shift. You can sense when God is getting ready to do something different and those that know him, they will move to the sound of his beat. They will move to the sound of his drum, but they, they that only know church, they will continue doing the same thing over and over again, saying that it's God because it looks like it's working. Come on. Can I tell you that what God wants to do in this season, God wants to do something that not only works, but God wants to do something that ultimately will shake the earth. Because one thing that we know, according to the different um, uh, news broadcast that comes on, according to weather patterns even, we know that our soon coming king, we know that he is coming back soon and very soon. And so what is God doing? God is stirring things up. Can I just talk to y'all today? God is stirring things up so that he can get his bride ready for his return. 
And one of the things that God requires for his bride, he requires no spot and he requires no wrinkle. What does that mean? Every ism and schism, he requires all of that to be gone. And one thing that we got in the body of Christ is a bunch of isms and schisms. Come on, can I tell you that God is getting ready to clean house? Now, I'm not necessarily saying that he's getting ready to embarrass people and, and, and he's getting ready to make people feel shamed and all that kind of stuff. No, that's not what I'm saying. I'm telling you that God is getting ready to bring his true church through to the forefront. And that means that some things that are not working, some things that God never ordained are getting ready to be left behind. He's going to require us to leave it. And if you do not know the Lord in this hour, if you only know tradition, if you only know religion, the Pharisees saying, shouldn't you give us the, the shouldn't you stick with the O-line? Now I'm pausing just a little bit here. Don't worry. How many of you know that whenever you start declaring what thus says the Lord, the internet is the first thing that starts acting up, but that's what the Pharisees used to say to the Lord. They're like, wait a minute. How can these things be? This isn't what we were taught. This isn't, this isn't what, this isn't what uh, was passed down to us. This isn't what we were told to look out for. Let me tell you something. Open up your eyes and see that there is something, there is something new that God is getting ready to do in this hour. Some of you pastors that, that watch this, you might not tune in while we're live, but you come back and you watch it. You watch the replay. I need for you to have your ear to heaven in this hour because God is going to speak to you and he's going to command you to do some things that you might not feel comfortable with. But let me tell you something. It's the Lord. Because one thing that I have come to the understanding of, people do not want church anymore. Let me let me say this in the microphone because I want to be I want to make sure that I come off real smooth and clear on this lovely Wednesday afternoon. People do not want church anymore. People want Jesus. And let me tell you something, the only way that we're going to give him to them is if we know him first. And the only way that we're going to be able to know him for real is by becoming acquainted with his presence, not becoming acquainted with church. Yep, I said it. Not becoming acquainted with, with religion and tradition. That ain't how we're going to give. They're tired of that. Let me tell you why the, this generation didn't come to your boring watch night service, because it's the same thing every year. And, and quite frankly, we're tired of it. We don't want that no more. Go ahead and get offended if you want to. That's why this generation didn't want to come. That's why your grandkids didn't want to come because your church is boring. And it's the same thing every year. And it's the same, it's the, it's the same type of sermon. They've heard it before. There's no power. It's just a bunch of words. It's just a bunch of big words from Webster's dictionary. And it's not wowing them. People want to see the power of God. And God is saying, I'm shaking my church. I'm shaking my people up so that I, so that, so that the power of God can be displayed through them. 
And it might not look the way that the church has been told that the power of God should look, but that's all right. It's still me. And I'm telling you that God is getting ready to start it this year and we better get ready. Let me tell you something. You don't have to join me if, if you don't want to, but I've already started off this year in serious prayer because I don't want to miss this. I don't want to be like the woman at the well with Jesus right in front of me. And I can't even, I can't even discern what moment I'm in because I'm so caught up in old knowledge. Come on. It's time to let the old stay bread go. It's done. It's got mold on it. It's nasty. It cuts the roof of your mouth. Why are you eating it? Come on. God wants to give you something fresh and he wants to do it now. Father, in the name of Jesus, God, I thank you for these precious people, even for the ones, God, that are listening in through the Fishbowl Radio Network, even for the ones, God, that will be listening in on the replay. I thank you, Father, for these, your people, and I ask, God, that a fresh wind blow through their house, even a fresh wind, God, blow through their room, even now, blow through their office, even now, God, those that are listening in their cars, Father, let a fresh wind blow even now, God. I pray in the name of Jesus Christ that you would send individuals to them that are anointed to shift their season in this hour. I pray, God, that you're sending help to them, individuals, God, that will lead them and guide them out of where they have been. I declare, God, that they are leaving that Dry Creek alone, God, I declare that you are sending them, Father God, to Zarephath. And from Zarephath, God, you are sending them to the Mount Carmel, the summit. God, I declare we will not rest until we get to this place, Father, that you have for us. I declare in the name of Jesus that we will not rest until we finish, God, what you have started in us. May we not. before. May we not settle for what we've been comfortable with, God, but I pray in the name of Jesus that you are awakening a thirst and a hunger on the inside of us for us to go after, God, what we've never had before, for us to go after this new thing. We empty ourselves from what we think is new, and we latch on, Father God, to what, to what we've never seen before, for we know that your word declares, I will do a new thing in you. Now it shall spring forth. We will know it. We will be able to see it. We will be able to sense it in our spirit. In the mighty name of Jesus, God, we thank you and we give you praise and glory for it. Let me tell you something. I sense prayer and I sense it big time. Y'all remain uh, watchful on this platform because I'm telling you, I sense that God wants to take us into a season of prayer uh, in, uh, in this year because God is getting ready to do something in his church and what he's getting ready to do is going to be great. It is not something, this isn't no message of doom and gloom. This is something that we've been praying for and believing God for. It's just not going to look like what we were taught that new is supposed to look like. It's going to be new. We've never seen it before. And I'm excited 
about experiencing it with you. I love you guys so very much. You guys rock. I'm telling you guys, if, if it was not for y'all, I know that there's no way that I would be able to do what I am doing. And once again, I thank you for all of my faithful followers. Uh, I thank you guys so much for your support over the year of 2023. And I thank you for your support even in this year. Love you guys. Have a great day. And remember, Wednesdays are for women.